And Jesus undoubtedly was the most famous gift for being overlooked, pushed aside, and even rejected by men. Which is mind-blowing when you think of the high cost that was paid to give you this gift. I want to share with you a scripture that I've seen all over the place. Every sports event, you'll see a poster that, that sends this, you know, people to their Bibles and, and looking at what, what is that? What is that script? What are they trying to tell us? Even at a basketball game or a football game. And we've heard it so much. As a matter of fact, if you, if you were raised in church, it was probably one of the first scriptures you memorized. Can anybody tell me? John 3.16. In John 3.16 and 17, it lays out who that greatest gift was. So allow me, even if you've heard it a hundred times, allow me to just read these two scriptures, these two verses to you. And like I always do, I'm going to slow down and read them. 316, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but to save the world through him. For God so loved the world that he gave. While Christmas is a time to remember the birth of Christ, it also marks a gigantic God-sized day in the history of man's relationship with God, our Heavenly Father. The day Jesus was born, God set into motion his plan to reclaim that that was lost. For God's love for us is beyond limit, but it's our unconfessed sin and our selfish lifestyle that separates us from God. I've always raised dogs in some form or another. We've had a dog from Doberman's now to this last one is a boxer in our house. And I've learned something that helps me put into perspective what happened in the Garden of Eden, even if it was in, in, in a small way. When my dogs, if I've been gone a while, my dog, I have one now. If I come in the house and she's done something wrong, she hides from me. Or she cowers from me, even if I'm like, hey, I'm home, and thinking that she would give me the old wagon little tail, the little stubby tail, and greet me. If she's done something wrong, she hides from me. She cowers from me, even though I'm not, I mean, I don't beat my dog. I love my dog. Did you know even the scripture says to be kind to your animals? But she knows she knows if she's done something wrong, she's hurt my heart. Now, if she understands that much, only God knows. But we do the same thing. It's not God that separates, oh, you sinned, I'm going over here. We withdraw ourselves. In Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden, what did they do when they sinned? They hid. God's, God knew, hello? 
You know, hello? It's not like he did. You what? What did you do? He knew exactly the moment they did. Could you imagine him sitting in his throne and knowing the exact moment that, if you will, they bit the apple? The one thing he asked him not to do. And what did he do? He didn't run from them. He didn't say, shut the doors, kick them out, they're out of here. He went after them. The Bible says that he walked out into the garden like he had done before and wanted to walk with them. But they cowered. They hid. That's what we do. God's gift to us is given to us while the Bible says, while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. His gift to us, his one and only son, was while we were yet sinners. We cannot do nothing to deserve it or earn it. It was given to us as a gift. God so loved the world that he gave. Jesus is the gift for us to receive God's grace and forgiveness. Could you imagine what would history have read if at the time that they bit that apple, what if Adam or Eve could have felt God's heart right then and looked at each other and said, what did we do? And ran to God instead of cowering and hiding from God. A different story. Jesus was the very first and the greatest Christmas gift ever given. A gift from God to all. A gift is just that. It's a gift. It cannot be earned or it would be called a wage. It cannot be purchased. It's already been paid for. It's a gift offered to all with one condition. For all who will receive it. And in that statement is where I want to focus just the next few minutes. And boy, I've already promised kids because there's no children's ministry this morning. Are you going to be long, Pastor Brenda? I said, no, honey, I promise. Do my best to be quick. But I want to focus just the next few minutes on that question. Who will receive this gift? And if at one point in time you've already received this gift, my question to you is what have you done with this gift? God is the gift giver. That was the first message we shared in this series. God is the gift giver. His one and only son given to you. Jesus is the gift. His life, his death, his payment, his invitation to you. Now, will you receive the gift? And what will you do with this gift? Ephesians 2.8 says, For it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. When I was in devotions a few days ago preparing for this message, I was, uh, had my worship music on. I was praying in my room. And I kept hearing, shut off the music, shut off the music. And I'm like, I'm not shutting off the music. I'm worshiping with the music. You know, God, that's the devil. You know, you ever think that? It's the devil telling me to shut off that music. But it kept getting louder and louder. And finally I went over and I shut my phone off. And the minute I shut it off, 
this just started this that I want to read to you just started downloading I ran over to my dresser where I keep my journal because I do my devotions and I got down on one knee and I could not write fast enough what I want to share with you and it is not from me it's directly from God he says this gift that we speak of is now being offered to you it has your name on it the question is what will you do with it Will you receive it with arms open wide, with eager expectation of all it holds inside? Will you immerse yourself in the learning, in learning all you can about this gift and what comes with it? Will you live to honor the extreme price that was paid to give you this gift? Or will you receive it graciously with a smile? Take the gift and then set it upon a shelf, hoping that someday when things get really bad, you'll be able to pick it up and like a genie in a bottle, rub it and get your three wishes that you think that you deserve. Or will you just snub your nose at the thought of turning from your own pleasure-seeking lifestyle to receive what? What? How can I possibly be expected to receive a gift when I don't know what's inside? But isn't that the very definition of a gift? An unknown? This gift is wrapped in faith. The tissue paper inside holds the very blueprint of your God-designed life. And the bow on top, the crown of royalty that is now yours through this adoption into God's family. John chapter 1, verses 9 through 14 says, The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of his one and only son who came from the father full of grace and truth. Is this gift the answer to all your problems? Yes. 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 Will it keep you from all trouble? No. 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 As a matter of fact, the Bible stately warns us that in this world you will have trouble. But let me ask you, would you rather face these troubles as the son or daughter of the king of the world? Or as a runaway 
on your own. Because that same scripture goes on to say, yes, you will have trouble in this world, but take heart. I, Jesus said, have overcome the world. There is nothing you will face once you are adopted into the family that God cannot handle. Will you receive the gift? And what will you do with the gift? That's the question for this morning. As I close, the worship team is going to come back up. I want to share with you, I came across a quote by Oswald Chambers. That says, we have to realize that we cannot earn or win anything from God on our own efforts. We must either receive it as a gift or do without it. You must receive it as a gift or do without it. Today there is a gift being handed to you right now by your Heavenly Father. It has your name on it. As a matter of fact, if you could all just close your eyes right where you're sitting, I want you to picture that gift. It's a big, beautiful gift wrapped with all care. Every corner folded just right. A great big ribbon wrapped around it. A great big bow on top of it. Everything. 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 You've ever desired. You've ever longed for. You've ever hoped for. Is written out inside this gift. It's been paid for. It's a gift. What will you do with it? Will you accept it and live your life to honor the great price that was paid to give you this gift? And if you've received that gift at one point in your life, are you holding it on a shelf like a get-out-of-jail-free card? Thinking that oh, on one day you, you'll be able to grab that gift and shake it back into the face of God. Remember, I received it then. This question today is, what are you doing with it? It's meant to be opened. It's meant to be unwrapped. It's meant to be immersed in. It's meant to be applied to your life. It's meant to be honored. Receiving this gift means adoption into God's family. Are you honoring the name that you now bear? If you've never received the gift, don't run. Don't run. I know. He knows. He knows every sin. He knows every weakness. 
He knows your every thought. He knows every motive of your heart. Don't run from Him. This world is full of troubles. Why face them as a runaway, alone? All you have to do is say, I'm ready to receive that gift, Father. I'm ready to receive the gift, Jesus, your one and only Son. Here I am. And open that gift today. Open your arms to that gift today. Unwrap that gift today. And pour the the righteousness, the forgiveness, the mercy that's wrapped up inside there over your entire being, your entire life, your entire past. Everything, everything is wrapped up in that gift. If that's you today and you said, it's time, I need to receive that gift. I've ran away too long. I've went too far. God's still waiting in the garden for you. He's been walking with you. He's ready and waiting for you to come back to him. He said, it's all right here. So I ask you today, with all the heads are bowed, all the eyes are closed, if that's you, if you're ready to receive that gift for the first time, just raise your hand so I can see it. I want to pray with you. I see you. Let me ask you. If you receive that gift at what time? One time in your life, but you knew the minute I started to mention it that you've set it on a shelf. And you admit, I've set that gift on a shelf. I haven't been living to honor that gift that was given to me. But I want to make a commitment, a recommitment today. To begin to honor the name of the adopted family I now bear. I want you to raise your hand so I can just pray with you. I see your hand. I see your hand. God knows. God knows. Don't run any longer. God knows. God sees. I want you to just pray in your own words to God. To commit to Him. God, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Father, for running so long as a runaway away from you, just trying to live life on my own. I'm sorry, God, and forgive me. God, there's nothing I can do to earn, nothing I can do to purchase your forgiveness. It's a gift, and I just ask, Lord, to receive that gift right now to all who will receive. And I receive right now that gift of your forgiveness, of your son Jesus. The sacrifice he made in my place, I ask to receive. Adopt me into your family today as your son, your daughter. Daughter of the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. My Heavenly Father. Now, whether it was today or in years long ago, commit recommit to living every life to honor that name that sacrifice that price that was paid for this gift God help me bear bear your name in such a way that brings glory back to you God 
that the things I do, the things I think, even the motives of my heart, every word of my mouth would bring glory to you, God. And help me to walk out every day the plans that you created for my life even before I was born. The power of the Holy Spirit, I ask that you just fill each and every one of us with the power of the Holy Spirit to be your witnesses, to tell others of this great gift that you have, the good news of Jesus Christ, God with us, Emmanuel. Thank you, God. Help us, Lord to honor your name today on your day Jesus we honor your name we thank you for this gift in Jesus name in Jesus name I'm asking let this gift Christmas gift mark you for eternity beginning today let this be a filter by which you live the reason you continue to press on the hope of all your desires start today and begin to live your life to honor his gift to you jesus christ the greatest gift given would you stand let me just pray over you bless you this morning as you go about your Christmas day. The team is going to release us with a joy-filled song, but let me just pray a blessing over you. Father, right now, I just ask that you bless everyone here today that came out today to honor you first, Jesus. <laughs> the greatest gift. Thank you. I ask for blessings of mercy, blessings of peace, financial blessings upon each and every household. Keep your praises upon every lip here today. God, that we would honor you in all we say and do. Have your way in Jesus' name. Amen.